Welcome into Defeating the Curse. Week one in the books. Redskins fall to the Stupid Eagles. 30-17 to at home at FedEx, which was moderately overrun with stupid Philly fans. Uh, but not as bad not as bad as past years. Uh, Stevie, how much of this game did you watch? Uh, I watched it all. What, what kind of stupid questions? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes we get home a little late from church, and, you know, by the time you get the kid down for a nap, maybe you don't go back and watch the, the first quarter. I, I, I tried to skip the first quarter, but I ended up watching the whole thing myself. Now, I made a quick run to the juice laundry. Can, can I drop sponsors? Hey, you're more, more than happy to, man, because there's not a lot, lot to talk about as far as the game. I, so. I, I, I grabbed a little, uh, a little acai bowl. You know, it, it's you probably pronounce it acai, but it's acai. Okay, you don't know about this stuff. Uh, I got don't know me through. About uh, that. That's the Brazilian superfruit. Uh, come on. I, I know, it got I know me through. Uh, it got me through Terrell Pryor's drops, Kirk Cousins overthrows. Where, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Um, I could start with Terrell Pryor. I can start with the defense. I can start. I can start. You tell me. Where you tell me. Where do you want to start? Let's um, let's go O line. You know I love the O line. All right. Give me give me your first thoughts on uh, Derek Dockery. <laughs> or Stefan Heyer. Or <laughs> no, I mean you might as well have put Derek Dockery. You might as well put Chris Samuels in it at sixty two years old. Uh, I mean this is going to be a long season if uh, if. Trent Williams looks like he lost a step. And I will never say a bad word about Silverback, but what Fletcher Cox and um, the other guy, Brandon, damn it, got the don't, name. Don't, yeah, don't it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, what, what, what Fletcher Cox is this week, Aaron Donald is next week. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter at this point. If these guys are not getting guys coming off the edge, Kirk Cousins did not look like Kirk Cousins from last season, but. How much of that was attributed to the pressure? I mean, he was getting pushed up the middle. Guys coming off the edge were flying. Morgan Moses had an awful game. That was probably one of the worst games I've seen Morgan Moses play. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, actually, the interior line, which was supposed to be the problem of this team, played actually pretty well. It was those guys coming off the edge. So. They did, and they found, I felt like they found a little bit of a groove, in the at least in the second quarter. They started doing some tosses and running Kelly outside the tackle, and they started to move the chains a little bit that way. Uh, but there was one play in particular where, where Kelly got stood up um, by uh, one of those donk linebackers from the Eagles, and I just like I had to rewind and watch that play again because they just looked they looked slow off the line, like you said. They, the the pocket was non-existent for the I guess the entire game. You, you know, Cousins has started slow in years past as well, and he's he's even addressed it this offseason, saying, you know what, I got to come in and we got to start faster. Our schedule doesn't allow for us to start uh, start slow and blah blah blah. Well, guess what? They started off real slow. And, and, you know, the one thing that, you know, you guys gave me a hard time. I, every time we talked about uh, Terrell Pryor in the offseason, I said, I don't understand why this guy, he's a monster and he's huge and all that other stuff, fine. I don't understand why he has to leave his feet to make every catch. It drives me nuts. And you know what? Today he left his feet to make every catch, even when he didn't have to. He just got a weird, like, quirk or habit about him that he's got to jump to make these catches. So he never catches anything in stride. Um, even in the fourth quarter when he when he did have that uh, 30, when he ripped off that 30-yard gain, he, uh, yep. you know, he jumped Slam. up, caught it. Came down and then ran. So I don't I don't know what to do about that. But the offense looked horrendous. I was texting you guys actually. The defense surprised me. And you know, mm-hmm. when's that fluky keep the play alive play in the first quarter? I'll take that because you know, frankly, the well, Joe, it's it's, it's not fluky when he did when he did it six separate times. No, I know, the but the first one, the first time he did it, right? It was on the heels of a, of a Preston Smith uh, sack. I'm yep. I'm a big Preston guy. You know they looked they looked pretty good and and Zach Brown looked great actually. Like okay, the defense okay, but, uh, looked competent. However, however, 
just a big disappointment. I mean, they, they came out so flat offensively, which was the big concern. And I'll, I'll throw yes. this out there too, and, and it's unrelated to our actual Redskins team. McVay, um, uh, uh, Los Angeles Rams. The Rams looked so freaking good running. Joe, they played the Colts. They played the Colts. Doesn't matter, the, the, man. The, the, that's irrelevant. Well, if you say so. But okay, what, Joe, what do you want to say? Look, the, this the problem is there's this Patriots dilemma where teams now look at the Patriots and see the way they become so one dimensional. The Patriots don't run the ball. I mean, they they, they come out, they spread them out five wide, four wide in a tight end, and they throw it. And Brady does the dink and dunk, and he matriculates the ball down the field. Look, and, and so the Redskins, point blank, are not good enough to be one-dimensional. When you average less than three yards a pop running the ball, it, you can't do anything at that point. The deep shots they were taking were so forced. They were so contrived. They never had a shot. Jameson Crowder couldn't get open in the slot, which is a huge uh, surprise coming off of his season last, uh, last year. Jordan Reed looks soft, uh, you know, and, and well, the, that, that, he's playing with a fractured toe. He's never healthy. He's never healthy. Yeah. Right, was it Lock and Fora or uh, what's that other guy? Uh, Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport was reported, right? He's playing, he's playing with a fractured toe. Like this is, this is who he is, man. He's not healthy. He's not dependable. I'm actually surprised we didn't see more of Vernon Davis today, but um, you know, the, the box, the numbers just don't lie, man. This team looked bad start to finish, um, you know, but frankly, the Eagles didn't really look or play that well either. I mean, Blunt had a very the Eagles suck. Yeah, I mean they're just not I mean they're not much better from a talent perspective than the Redskins are. Actually, they're probably it's probably a push at that. I mean, their big acquisition on the offseason both their their uh Alshon had a very pedestrian day. LeGarrette Blunt had a LeGarrette Blunt day. I think he had what 40 carries or 40 yards uh on 14 carries or 15 carries like that the team is the Eagles are not a spe- like they're not special, I, but neither are the Redskins, and it sucked that well, we had to lose to start the season like this. Well, I said it on whatever day we did, whatever night we did the the, the pregame show. I said we're watching the two worst teams uh, in the NFC's play today, and tonight we're recording this, you know, post game during Giants Cowboys game. We're watching the two best teams. I know the Giants' uh, offense has come out uh, flat here, but I think Dallas looks as good as they did last year. And that O-line is still incredible. And, and at the end of the day, football is a simple game, and it's about the trenches, O-line, D-line. And, and you're right. What I, I, I'll give you a couple bright spots. The D-line actually stepped up. It was yeah, very surprised at how much pressure they put on Carson Wentz, and the linebackers were flying around. Mason Foster with the fumble recovery. Zach Brown was just all over the place. Ryan Kerrigan, of course, with the interception return for a touchdown. Uh, you know, they showed up, the DBs showed up. Of course, there was a couple of miscommunications in, in the safety position. But to Cesar Everett, for a guy stepping in as a rookie, filling in for a guy who just, you know, walked away a couple days ago, just found out he was starting, totally, they didn't, you didn't notice that yes. he was on, the field, I, which is a good. I agree with you on that. Norman had a good game. Norman almost had a pick on, mm-hmm. on several attempts or yes. some early, especially in the first quarter. You know, it was, it was encouraging to see. The offense come out and take that deep shot initially. It sucked that Pryor couldn't find it in the sun or whatever happened. That's okay. Like that was encouraging to see. Um, but frankly, the Eagles came out and did on their first offensive possession did the exact same thing and went deep. And and Norman was in position to make a make a spectacular play. But his job isn't to catch the ball. His job is to break up the pass and and stop the receiver from catching the ball, which he did. So um, and again that Wentz that first that first um, scramble extend the play bomb to uh, to Nelson in the first quarter. 
Aguilar. Yeah, like, you know, you can't ask the DBs to cover for, for 10, 15 seconds. You just can't. There's no yep. DBs in the league that can do it. So well, I'm okay with all of that. Um, and, and frankly, again, the linebackers played better than I expected. The D-line mm-hmm. played way better than I expected. Like, defense, is, it's not going to be the issue as in years past. But, frankly, the offense has a lot of work to do. We couldn't run the ball. Like, even the short passes, we couldn't handle. Special teams were atrocious today. Uh, I mean, Tressway had one spectacular punt, but – I don't want to be sitting here on post games talking about the special, the you know, the the punter and yeah. the field goal. I got I, I, like, yes, they're part of the game, but if that's all we're hanging our hats on, we're, it's going to be a really long and miserable season. Well, one thing I I, I will tell you, and I think our, our uh, guest who's coming up here will will uh, appreciate this. Carson Wentz, man, he, he's legit. Okay, and this guy, I mean, he he definitely has his limitations in terms of uh, you know arm strength and, and all that, but. Uh, you know, this guy, in terms of poise, in terms of escapability, in terms of extending a play, in terms of improvising, he is special. And, and I mean, he he looks like the real deal here, and he looks like a potential franchise guy. Does he remind you of somebody? He reminds me of somebody else. Also plays quarterback in the in the state of Pennsylvania. Big Ben. Big Ben. Very similar. Is, I don't know. I don't know if he's as big as him, but but. Yeah, I was actually thinking uh, I could see him turn into an Eli Manning type kind of player. Eli doesn't wow you with. I love Eli. Okay, I, 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 I love you. Big Eli. fan of the mouth breather, but I mean, I'm in the tank uh, of you for Eli. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's not having no, such a game, great game right now. But okay. Uh, uh, hey, wait till January comes around. He's playing the it's Patriots. December, right? It's December. They don't lose in December. It's uh, it's something special, but. Well, let's bring in Pete here. Pete, uh, you know, he's been listening to the show now for several weeks, and we get some so- very annoying text messages from time to time. Yeah, this is going to uh, end not, up. We don't give Philly enough credit, and the, the Sixers don't suck, and the Eagles There's are no amazing, chance this goes well. This is going to be pretty bad. But, uh, no Pete, give us your, uh, your, your, first, uh, your first take thoughts here. And we will censor you, and we will shut this down if this goes uh, sideways. So you've been warned. Fair enough. First of all, thanks a lot, guys, for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, the three of us go back a little ways. Um, so, uh, you guys have a great show. So that's right out the gate. Um, nice job so far. Um, yeah, big win for us this week. Um, you know, not us, not us, not big us. win for the Eagles. <laughs> and if, and if beating the Redskins in week one is a big win, you're going to have a long season too. They did the Gatorade toss. Okay. Let them have I mean, it. It's a big deal, right? I mean, they came in and they beat a mediocre Look. team. We went into your house in week one in a division game, and we took it. And that's not supposed to happen at home. You guys are supposed to win that game. Um, and frankly, I was worried after I watched the first quarter. I was like, this, this is not going to end well for us. Um, you know, first, right out the gate, first pass, deep bomb to Torrey Smith. Wentz underthrows that ball. That A, should have been a, a touchdown. B, it's underthrown. And Norman should have made the pick, as you guys have said. It's a tough play, though, you know. Um, and... But I like the aggressiveness. I like the play call. I'm, this is not the Andy Reid dink and dunk, and it's not the Chip Kelly six-play offense uh, that he runs over and over again. Um, so I was impressed by that. I'm very concerned about our O-line. You guys had way too much pressure. Wentz was running all day. Um, you know, that breakdown play to Aguilar. First of all, I couldn't believe he caught that ball. That was miracle number one <laughs> uh, because Aguilar can't catch unless he got some stick on his gloves this year. I was like, he's no way he's going to bring this down. Is he, did he lead the team in, in yards, in catches and yards today? Today, I think he did, actually. Um, it's either him or Ertz. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, uh, well, Ertz, had Ertz might have. Yeah, but as far as the receivers go, I mean, 
Jeffrey, I think, had – I think Alshon had three targets or four targets total, and Torrey yeah. Smith, uh, Smith only runs down the field. It doesn't – he's uh, – right. He's a big Deshaun Jackson. Straight line, Torrey. If he catches that first pass, he, he, he's got 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, Aguilar was six for 86 and a touch. So, you know, Aguilar did his job. He, he, he was targeted to uh, – though he did nicely fumble the stupid play call uh, with the swing pass in the backfield um, where he fumbled and you guys picked it up. But um, that was more of what we saw with him last couple of years. But, again – I'll take the win. You know, look, it's it's week one. Every team's got bumps. Yo, who's your um, your uh, running back? Chris Thompson? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It, like, Rob Harris started. Like six tackles for like a 40-yard touchdown run. I mean, um, that guy's got some guys got some wheels. What what are, are you um, are you off of the Jason Peters train? Are we in the same boat here on left tackle? Peters is like, you know, he comes out there with a walker and he's collecting Social Security um, <laughs> and making pro bowls because of the last, like, six and a half years before that. I mean, yeah, you, you, I mean, he, you he made down. up some nonsense where he said in postgame, he's like, yeah, if I would have, uh, if we were down, I would have come back in, but I, we were winning, so I didn't want to come back in, which is a bunch of garbage. He's too old, and we've been relying on him for too long, and, um, you know, our, our depth chart has two nobodies behind him, which is a huge problem for us. Um, so he he needs to either get take some fountain of youth juice, or we need to rotate these other guys in at least to give him some rest because he's not going to make it at this rate. I mean, it's week one, and he went out and played a half, if that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was to be honest, I was more impressed with your D line than I thought I would be. Fletcher okay. Cox is, is is an underrated guy. I mean, and, that boy's always in the QB's face. I totally agree. And the, and the funny thing about is about Cox is there's so much attention on him. That it's Brandon Graham who forced the fumble uh, at the end to win the game. He, you can't double two guys. Like you're going to double Cox and Vinny Curry on the right side and Brandon Graham on the left side. They got to make their moves um, and get pressure, and they did it. Um, and, and again, you know, Cox might get the double, but that frees up the other two guys on the end. Um, and with Jim Washburn's, uh, Jim Schwartz's, excuse me, uh, defense. Um, he's not about like sit back and wait. It's like go, go, go. Get the quarterback. That's what we do. Even if we don't attack, sack him, we pressure him, well, and that forces problems downfield. Well, that's that's a fantastic statement because there were multiple times where they went uh, all out blitz. They blitzed yep. eight guys, and Kirk. I mean, he he overthrew Jameson yep. on an all out blitz, and and it would have been a touchdown if Kirk oh, throws Jameson. He also he also put the ball too high to to, to Pryor on. Several occasions when he was scrambling out of the pocket, and he was forced out. I mean, Kirk ended up running for I think he rushed for thirty yards, all of them ending with a mm-hmm. headfirst dive. So, you know, they yeah. they're, they're so still, dive. That's the Michael Vick dive. It's the I mean, we we've had a, a long a long roster of quarterbacks that don't know how to slide here. Once upon a time, no, 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 Jim no, no, Zorn no, 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 had uh, had a slip and slide out here trying to teach quarterbacks how to slide. But 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 that is not Kirk Cousins, and that actually shows you he was off his game. He was rattled. Kirk knows to get down. He knows how to slide. This was this is a guy who's playing for a contract, and and, and I didn't like what I saw from I, him at all. I don't think so, Steve. I, I really don't think so. I, I think he's he he's in a he's in a win win position, I, and I I really do believe that. Okay, because if the Skins don't pay him whatever he wants, he's going to go get a ton of money from from fifteen other teams in the league. You know, so it's I, not, I, bl- I don't think he's playing with all this pressure to secure a long-term deal. I mean, look at look at the money Stafford got paid. That's a mediocre quarterback with a big arm that just got paid a ton of money. So, it, you're like, I just I don't buy into this. Cousins is 
you know, he's feeling the pressure and he has to perform. No, he knows the skins aren't going to pay him. And he knows he's, I think he, we already agreed on this like months ago. He's gone. So, you know, this is a, uh, you know, he's, he's just, gone. If, if God tells him he's gone, stop trying to play I, God. I, I'm pretty if sure God God's tells gonna tell him to go. I'm pretty sure God's going to tell him to what do you, go. What do you know about this stuff, okay? So I, don't I, get I'm, just, I'm just reading the tea leaves, man. The Turkish coffee told me, okay? It's, it's, it's what's going to happen. But, um, you know, Pete, let me ask you, man. Did you see anything? I'll tell you, I saw nothing from the Eagles team that, that scared me, surprised me, or worried me, concerned me. Like, this was a team that I felt we could beat. And, frankly, you know, LeGarrette was the big question mark for me. Um, but it's clear that the only, the only team and coach that know how to, like, coach him up are in New England. I mean, they they got they got him to do things that he's not capable of doing, um, you know. And frankly, Smallwood like he's not. I, I don't know. Like for me, without a rushing attack, the Eagles are going to be stuck exactly pretty much where the Redskins are, not challenging to win this division. I mean, do you see it differently? No, I, I see it exactly that way. And the problem with with an unbalanced, you know, look, there was thirty nine throws and twenty four rushes for the Eagles. You guys were forty and seventeen, right? Everyone knows it's a pass-first league, but at the same time, you have to run the ball. And the Eagles can't run if they can't block, and that's our problem right now is our O-line. I mean, Wentz was, like, scrambling for his life all day. He got hit, like, I don't know how many times. It was like he's on the ground getting up after the throw. And he made some big throws, and he stuffed into the pocket and made some big-time, you know, passes and took hits. But you can't, A, let your guy, your franchise quarterback, take that kind of punishment, and, B, you can't run the ball that way because then you're not even going to keep the defense honest. So if you know Blunt runs fourteen for forty six with a you know three point three average and a long of seven, right? That's not going to cut it. You know Carson, you know Wentz four and for six yards. Smallwood four carries four yards. Sproles two and two. That's embarrassing. Um, you know you can't run fifty eight yards and and expect well, to compete. I'll tell, in you, I'll tell you what's embarrassing is Jamison Crowder, you know, not catching a punt return. <laughs> Like that—that's embarrassing. Like that—that's that's your stud receiver whose hands are—you know—he's getting paid to catch the ball and on all yeah, formats. That, that was really bad. But I'll, I'll tell you this, man. What's a—you know—the more I look at the numbers, and I remember looking at the box score and thinking—I think around halftime, the skins were averaging right around four four yards per rush. And I was like, I know that they're going to get away from it because they're playing from behind, and this is just how this is a this is unfortunately a default in the Gruden model here. But they they ended the game averaging three point eight yards a rush. I mean. They were able to run the ball effectively. They just totally. stopped. They just stopped doing it. And it, you know, you know, there's, you know, Rob, Rob Kelly isn't a sexy runner. He's just not. He's not going to run over people. and He's not going to run past people. But if you can get three and a half or three, three point eight or four yards of carry consistently out of him, you got to keep feeding him the ball. I mean, you know, they they dropped Matt Jones. They cut him because he couldn't do that consistently, and because he, he fumbled all the time. I was waiting for Samaj Piran to come in. I, I really was, and I think I, I think at this point it's a matter of time before we see him. I'm surprised we didn't see him. And the other name that I that we didn't hear called at all today, Steve, was uh, Josh Doxon. Was Jun- Junior Gallette. Junior hey, Gallette. hey, 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 hey. He made it onto the field. He, did. he didn't I mean, break an ACL. Uh, it's a big W for I'm, Junior Gallette. I'm okay. with you. But Doxon is – I mean, Doxon I, – I kind of expected not to hear Doxon's name. But I don't even think he was – was he even targeted once in this game? No. Yeah, uh, he wasn't. No. So he he again is not uh, healthy. Reed is not Vernon healthy. Davis. But. Vernon Davis didn't get a lot of targets either. Uh, Vernon Davis only played three plays. Wow. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was. Yeah, I mean Reed we know is not healthy, so I expected to see we that broke this morning, so I expected to see Vernon Davis. Right. Didn't see him. Um, so Maja Pirine, I expected to get at least a carry, mix him in somewhere. Nothing, but he's 
Like that one is the most understandable. Joe, I'll, I'll, I'll spare you. He sucks. Oh, well, Fat Rob sucked too, but he came in and he was Fat Rob sucks. Okay, he, he sucks. He sucked less than Matt Jones, right? In theoretically, anyway. So it, it, he's the smartest of the dumb kids. Oh, but look, three point eight yards is, as a team is not bad. You know, it's just. But, Pete, Pete mentioned the only guy worth worrying about at running backs, Chris Thompson. They got to use him more in that Deion Lewis type ilk, which is get him out of the backfield, get him in space. That touchdown pass was beautiful. He ran that little route where he cut inside. It was, well, was to be beautiful. Fair, it's the it's the Sproles. I mean, that's how the Eagles exactly would use Sproles. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. These, Dan teams, these teams are shockingly similar. Actually, the more the more you you, you look at this. Um, you know, the potential at receiver is there, but it didn't deliver in, in large part. They can't run the ball. The quarterbacks, you know, I think Wentz is, is – is, I don't think he gets enough credit, actually, because the NFC East is loaded at quarterback. But he's going to be around for a long, long time. And the defense is maybe, maybe above average on both teams. But are either of these teams really going to contend for the NFC East crown? But the crown, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think the Eagles are trying to. I mean, everyone wants to make the playoffs, right? But you know, the the schedule is the schedule, and it, it's not easy for this division to, to get a bunch of easy wins. We're not. I mean, I don't have the schedule up in front of me, but I, I remember that this is we we're playing AFC West. Like, those teams are good. Like we have Kansas City next week. They're not. Gonna, they're not. Gonna, they just destroyed the defending champions in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we have them next week, like at home, and that's a huge game. So the, the schedule is not favorable for either of these teams to, to take the division outright. You still have to be, go through Dallas and New York. Um, I'm not as high on the Giants. Dallas, I, I think, may come into somewhat of a sophomore slump. Um, you know, but if they don't, they're going to be rolling. And if Zeke gets to play as he's played today and you know, gets to get his suspension stayed until uh, a federal district court judge decides otherwise, then that's, that's money for that, those guys. So... No, the other part of it for the Eagles is that they they overhauled their entire receiving core this this offseason. Um, so, you know, Wentz has, you know, a couple camps, a couple practices. Like, you know, they trade Jordan Matthews like two minutes ago. And they're like, oh, see ya. That was his, like, number one guy. And I get why they did it because their defense is woefully thin at cornerback and safety, and it got worse today. Uh, uh, with what's yeah, how, How's Ronald Darby? I haven't heard. I mean, it, it looked awful and that it's an Achilles and if it's an Achilles that's the season well, his, so, foot, his foot was stuck in whatever position it was it was I, I couldn't I mean it was weird I mean it looked painful. that's almost like that's almost like playing at the vet with the turf uh coming together and you know blowing out people's knees and stuff that's what you're, you're, you're thinking Randall Cunningham right here okay yeah. Come on, flashbacks okay. <laughs> so, so just 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 uh, to kind of put a bow on this you don't see anything over seven and nine right we're we're, we're seeing the same thing here yeah, I don't. I don't think so. so I don't, the if we, or the Eagles? Both. both. Yes. I think if both teams hit five hundred, that's that's I mark. I mean, if we do better than that, then it's all gravy at that point. And who knows? Again, injuries are the great equalizer. But we're not going to. I don't think we have either team has the the skill set at the position players. Is that a uh, is that a Pete original Pete saying? Original saying. What's that? Injuries, the great equalizer. I don't know. You can. You can. Pat, you can trademark that for me. Oh, I'm stealing it. That's great. That's go for it. We we can't even trademark DTC. No, it's trademark. <laughs> it, we do have a trademark now. We have a trademark. Who has it for you? We have a utility patent. So we don't know any lawyers. We don't know what we're doing. We're we're legal Zoom, man. 
<laughs> what else do you need? You just legal Zoom. <laughs> that law profession is, uh, come on, it's a joke. You take some of the investment into your equipment and and put it into your legal <laughs> oh, Never, never. <laughs> no, okay. no way. No way. Look, the Eagles. Without using the equipment, not the crap that we're spewing out of it, okay? The, uh, the, Eagle, the Eagles may win five games. I think the Skins are still going to the playoffs, though, just personally. Based on what? Based on being a homer? I mean, based on at some point, at some point, Cousins will find his groove. Doxon will get on on the field. P. Ryan will get on the field, and there's no film on those guys. And I think they'll be able to do some things to eke out a couple wins where they're not supposed to. And again, frankly, this defense punched way above its weight class today. That I, I was really impressed with what I saw out of them. And if they stay healthy with or without Sua Cravens, look that that crazy that crazy MF is going to end up coming back. And if they can get him for four or five games. He's going to help that core as well. Like the defense, the defense's playoff, they are good enough to get to the play. The defense side of the defensive side of the ball is good enough to get. Like they're, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but they're good enough to beat to make the playoffs defensively. Um, can they do it offensively? Is the question. And Kirk, this is unfortunately it happens to him every single year. He's so slow to start the season. Um, but frankly, they beat a bunch of teams they weren't supposed to beat last year, and I think they'll be able to do it again. So. Um, We'll see. I mean, it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be pretty, but you know, I'm not I'm not so down on the skins after this one. I didn't expect them to win this game. In in, in all seriousness, um, the Eagles have. I mean, I think they've dropped five straight before today to the uh, to the skins. So I mean, that that was bound to end anyway. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, it was uh, it wasn't a pretty game, honestly. How much football did you watch today, Pete? Not enough. Um, I, I probably watched, I think I got through, I, I missed the last quarter of this game. Um, but, uh, I was watching a little bit of the Rams. I mean, they come out of nowhere, completely out of nowhere. Um, it's so frustrating actually, like the Rams to watch the Rams, the Falcons last year, the Rams this year, and some of the 49ers too, it's like to watch the Redskins, former coaches just do their thing. I mean, the 49ers oh. didn't win, but. The Rams, dude. I mean, Mc, Sean McVay is literally running the, the Skins' offense from last year with, with upgraded personnel, specifically at running back. Gurley, all of a sudden, looks like an MVP candidate. He I mean, that was the thing. Right. Like, where was Gurley last year? And they didn't use him right. I mean, it wasn't again not rocket science. Give the guy the ball. You know. Yeah. You got to keep the offense honest when you throw out your the overall number one pick out there who can actually make throws, and he's got actual people to throw to. Uh, you know, it's, it's, they could, this Cooper cup kid again, rookie, like, I mean, Sammy Watkins. I mean, look at, look at these guys. I mean, that's two, two guys right there. Kevin Austin didn't even do anything today. I mean, the Rams have some talent and now that they have some coaching, um, you know, you give Gurley 19 for 40 and a touch and he's, you know, I mean, that's, that's not a great average, but you know, he's just eating yards and eating clock. Um, they're, they're going to be something to look at. Yeah, I, well, he he just had. I mean, I watched a lot of that game. the The red zone channel just was locked in on them. Oh, the whole day. So, yeah, so I saw I saw more Rams than I did probably all of last season or the last two seasons. But, um, you know, yeah, you're only talking. I mean, he had another. He had what five catches for fifty yards on top of the the forty rushing. Right. And they right. just they just looked balanced. And if you, I mean, everybody caught a ball in that offense, which is that's just McVay one hundred and one. So. They'll, they'll be a fun name to watch. And isn't he like 25 years old or something? He's like the youngest coach in football. He's 31. He's 31. But we, we get the Rams. You know, you're talking about you get the Chiefs next week. We get the Rams next week, and that's that's not going to be fun for anybody. So no. 
Um, anyway, any any final thoughts on this one before we uh, wrap this up? Focus hey, uh, shift you know, to week two. big win for the Eagles again. You take a division game on the road. That's always a plus. Um, and I think as as these guys get to play, especially our offense gets to play a little bit better, more more consistently. Um, I think that Torrey Smith and Jeffrey uh, will kind of open up this offense, and and then that maybe gives Blunt a little more room to run and take some pressure off the O line. But our, our front four is a force to be reckoned with, and that's going to be disruptive enough for a lot of teams that that's going to keep us in games. Well, my man, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was great to have you. We'll we see the stupid Eagles again later in the season, so we'll have you back at that point. But uh, yeah, thank you for not singing that stupid song too. We appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but for uh, yeah, for, for real though, thanks for coming on. For uh, for myself, for Steve, for LP, FP, and the entire DTC family, proud members of Heroes Media Group, thanks so much for listening. Uh, preview show week two coming up on Thursday. Make sure you tune back in. We are out.